Bar to Bar, where we bring bars from your favorite songs to the bar. I'm your host, Nicolette. And I'm your host, Will. What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to the bar, guys. Hey. I'm not going to hold you. I feel off. Why? And Why I've been feel? saying that. You have been saying that. <laughs> I kind of feel nervous it. to even like talk, because I'm like, I'm about to mess this whole show up. No, I highly doubt that. Highly doubt that. Guys, bear with me if I just can't get it together today, okay? Just bear with me. How you been doing, Will? I've been good. How about you? I've been good. Right, I've right. been, honestly, it depends on the day. Yeah, that is that is definitely true. <laughs> and when we get into the song, you'll know why. <laughs> See, like I said, I, I told you earlier, I've been listening to this song. If it's on the track of what I was thinking that it was on, mm-hmm. we're going to definitely have some things to talk about today for sure, okay. especially coming from my side. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Y'all ready? Yeah. Let's okay, so today, let's get right into it. Um, today I'm going to be doing Troubles by Alicia Keys. This is off of her first album called Songs in A Minor, and it's her best album to date. Argue with your mama, not me. You heard her. And um, you know what I think is really cool about the title of the album? It's called Songs in A Minor, mm-hmm. which she was a minor when she released the album. Well, actually she wasn't. She was tw- in her 20s, but she was probably... A minor when she was recording Record, some of these songs. Or made these songs and stuff, yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe some of them. And I thought that was well, cool. She, like when she wrote them, like, before she even got a chance to, like, get in the studio for real, for real. Right, right, right. Mm. So I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Songs in a minor, songs in a minor. I don't know if all the songs were written in a minor, but it's I think that would have been cool. Some th- something to think about, though, for I sure. think she should have done a series of, like... Mm. Songs in B minor, like for her ten year anniversary, she could have yeah. done like songs in B minor. Mm. That would have been that might have been fire. Alicia Keys, if you're listening, we got some ideas for you. Oh my god, just hit us up. <laughs> we, ain't, we ain't hard to find. I love your ambition. Like when when we talk about artists, and mm. you swear in your mind they're listening. Hey, they're going to <laughs> somewhere. Hey, somebody is going to tag. You know what? I'll tag Alicia Keys. Don't you worry about it. That don't mean she, do you know when people tag Alicia Keys on a daily basis? And you know what? We might be that one lucky one that she'd be like, oh, wow, let me listen to this. Oh, wow. I love your ambition. And then she'll be like, hey, Swiss, let's bring them up. Oh, if I get to be Swiss Beats. You're a Swiss Beats fan? I'm definitely a Swiss Beats fan. He's one of the best producers. What's your top favorite producers. Swiss Beats record? Oh, my goodness. There's so many. But I off the top of my head right now, the one he did with Beyonce. Um, it's the one on this song when it. In the dress, or is it? Uh, dang, I don't know how to. Say. I can't. Your favorite I can't sing. Swiss beat song. It's is not my favorite one, but that's the, that's just record? the one off the top of my head right now. But I got there's, there's so is... many Rough Rider songs that Swiss Beats produced. You go back to uh, DMX songs. I mean, it's so many. I was about to say my favorite is Bring Them Out. Oh guys. yeah, that's that's that's. I like I said, it just came to my mind real quick. That was the first one that came to my mind because all I could think about is Swiss Beats. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, hey, get you know me body. That's yeah, the one. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. Which one are you even talking about? But Swiss Beats, man. First, I mean, like you think about what they started over the pandemic with the verses and everything. Him and Timberland, uh, yeah, absolutely yeah. amazing. When they had their little beat, when they had their big beat battle, not little beat. Verses Excuse died. Them, them R and B boys killed it. With their attitude. They attitudes. With the R and B boys killed it. You, you like when when they got into it, with, when they was getting into it with each other. Like when, uh, what did Ray J get a little attitude on on there? It's not even about the attitude because there's been plenty of people who got into it. Well, yeah, but my true. thing is, they fun. just did a, a piss poor performance. They were mm. a, a terrible representation of R and B, and this is why people say R and B is dead. And like, I love Omarion as a single uh, as a solo artist. Even in B two K, I was a B two K fan. Mm-hmm. But as a solo artist, I think he's actually pretty good at what he does. Um, Ray J is just a character protecting my all cats just because he's hilarious. I mean, he is funny. Um, not music, music wise, I guess. I guess cool, but we're not like looking to him for you know that heat. Um, who else? Sammy was on there. The only one that carried that fucking show was Mario. Mm. Mario was on there and he looked like like what the fuck have y'all been doing? Like y'all, some of y'all more famous than me or got you know what I'm saying? Got more clout things going yeah on than me 
and y'all up in here playing. Like he looked like bro, that man didn't didn't. And say I've it. always been a Mario fan, didn't. not just because of verses. Like I can name you songs that aren't singles that I fucking love. Off of it, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't uh didn't Sammy do? Sing uh, Ray J's One Wish on that verse. Yeah, and that was the thing. Like, Sammy's fire too, but the thing, yeah. like, them just. <laughs> they were going back. It was just funny. I just in the, like, funny. in that little huddle and, like, singing the backgrounds. Mm-hmm. And that was, I mean, it was pure comedy, but it that's not what verses is about. Right, no, like, absolutely. It turned not. it into, yeah. it was like, all right, now y'all just playing with this shit. Like, yeah. this is not what we're doing with the Black Legacy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of verses. But anyways, that was a little tangent, y'all. Let's get back into the song. Leash key. So uh, let's go ahead and check some ID. Mm-hmm. When do you think this song was released? So I am now, I did tell you a hint. It was her first album. Yes, it was her first album. However, trying to think when Alicia Keys first dropped. Think like, about, okay, I'll give you another hint. Fallen was her first single. I, I know, I know. And I used Where to know that song you? word for word. I think I was in elementary school. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Sounds about right. So I'm gonna say it's a, it's like the it's like ninety nine two thousand. Is that your final answer? Yes. One year off, sir. Oh, I was close. What was it? Two thousand one. Okay, I was close. Two thousand one. The album. So Troubles wasn't a single, but mm-hmm. it the album was released on June fifth, two thousand one. Wow. So. That's wild. Fallen may have been released in two thousand. Okay. But the album was released 2001. Man, I can remember riding in the car and singing that song to the top of my lungs. Fallen? Yes. You know what had me in a chokehold? What? How come you don't call me anymore? You don't remember? How Mm -hmm. come you don't call me? Uh Uh-uh. That song had me in a chokehold, okay? (laughs) And... I was 11, 12, maybe, when that record came out as a single. Mm. And yeah, that, actually the whole album, that, A Woman's Worth, Fallen, Mm. Mm. and then all her, the songs on the album that, you know, a lot of people may not know if they don't know the album. Right, 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 right. But yeah, that's... Which song was it, which song was it that she had the music video for when um, she was in the... uh, the coffee shop where she worked in the coffee shop. That is her second album. Second album. That's okay. Diary of Diary of Alicia Keys. That is called You Don't Know My Name. That you was produced by. Do you know what name. was produced by? No. Who? Kanye West. Before Kanye what? West was Kanye West. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Kanye hey, shout West. out to Kanye. You already know I'm gonna say that. You already know. I know. <clears throat> I know how you feel. <clears throat> Moving on. <laughs> I don't All want right. any smoke. Anyways. Um, yeah, I want to do some, I want to do some fun facts before I get into the bar. All right, let's get it. So in doing some research, Mm -hmm. I found that, okay, so on the New York Post Mm -hmm. back in, I actually don't know what year, but it was a while ago when I think JD was doing some type of like anniversary for his so-so death camp or whatever, Mm -hmm. or a label. Um, there's a quote from the New York Post that JD said, um, the first time people ever heard Alicia Keys was on my Christmas album, 1996's Jermaine Dupree Presents 12 Soulful Nights of Christmas. And I produced Girlfriend, which I love that song, on her first album. Mm-hmm. Um, so, sh- so she and I had a relationship. But I think Usher's first idea for his duet, um, My Boo, was for, was for Beyonce. But then Alicia Keys' name came up, and then they went with her. And he was like, so it was perfect. I honestly feel like Alicia Keys, if, I, if I'm if i thinking about the voices in my head, I think Alicia Keys' voice fit better alongside Usher's for that song, per se. I think, I think they both could have dominated the record. Alicia Keys feels more okay. So the the it song, felt right. yeah, the song has. If you know my boo by Usher, the song feels know. like. The song just feels like um, it, it feels exactly how it's like it's depicted. Like this mm. is my shorty from around the way when we mm. was younger, and mm-hmm. like you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And Alicia has more of that homegirl vibe, like that girl around the way vibe. Beyonce because of what was created around her, mm-hmm. doesn't have that girl next door vibe. Mm-hmm. She has ingenue, um, you know, the lead character. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? 
the sole yeah. lead character at that. Yeah. Like, not to, and then there's nothing wrong with Alicia no, no, being, no. Um, you know, around the way. I love around the way characters. I feel mm. like I'm an around the way character more so than an ingenue. So mm. I think Alicia Keys fit better. Like he said, it was a perfect fit. So. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that song, my boo. I was yeah. in the eighth grade when that song came out. I listened to um, the song that was on. Oh, she did Little Drummer Girl. And you know the Christmas song Little Drummer Boy? Yeah. She did she her, she called her as Little Drummer Girl and it was on JD's Christmas album in 96. And okay. she sounds she was 15 I think when she 15 or 14, I don't know when she recorded it, but when it was released she was 15. Uh-huh. And I was just like wow. Oh, she was also on um Men in Black, the first movie, she was on the soundtrack as well. Oh, the soundtrack. Okay, but what the I movie? brought I brought both those up, both of those up cuz Imagine being 15, 16 years old mm. and you're working on these records and they get these major placements. Like on JD's, um, on JD's Christmas album, she mm. was on there with Brian McKnight, uh, Tamia, Gerald LeVert. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Like Huge Escape, name. Kenny Lattimore. Like you're 15. This is one of your first, if not your first placement. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And then Men in Black the next year, your next placement is with... You, you're on there with Will Smith, Gen- right. Genuine. Yeah. Um, who else was on there? Destiny's Child, like The Roots, D'Angelo. God. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would be jumping out of my skin if those were my first placements, introductions yeah. to the world. Like, I'm amongst some seasoned vets. Seasoned, big name vets. Yeah. That's crazy. But that's dope for her, though. That just shows how much, how good she was. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So my second fun fact, really quick, I call them bar facts. Should we call them bar facts? I like bar facts. So my second bar fact is the song that we're talking about today, Troubles, mm-hmm. was the song that triggered how she wanted to structure her feelings into an album. Um, and she said this during an interview with Rolling Stones. Mm-hmm. That's when the album started coming together. Finally, I knew how to structure my feelings into something that made sense, something that can translate to people. That was a changing point, and my confidence was up, way up. So I was like, ooh, not me picking a song at birth, an amazing album. Hey, so <laughs> this things? song was like the... It's the it's what started it. Right. You know what I'm Ness, saying? And, and you picked that song. You picked that song before you even knew that that was the case, didn't you? Yeah, so this was basically the first song that was written for songs in A minor. So without this song, there would be no, no falling. A minor. No fall, no falling. But I mean, overall, no A minor period. Yeah, but there would be no falling. Right. <laughs> there would be no falling. And that was the no, hit song. A woman's worth. Remember, a woman's Man. worth. Damn. That was another big record for her. That's crazy that you picked this song, not even knowing the humongous background. I know, but I picked that song. I picked this song because y'all have been going through it, y'all. We about Dude. to get into it. Let's go. Let's go, Barbie. Let's bar. go. All right, so. First off, she starts off the song with um, a prayer, and she says, Dear Lord, can you take it away, this pain in my heart that follows me by day, and at night it stalks me like the shadows on my wall. Oh, my goodness. Let me tell you. So I picked out, my favorite part from that is, and at night it stalks me like the shadows on my wall. Mm -hmm. I remember hearing that verse, I mean that bar as a kid, and thinking, wow, that's deep. Not that I had anything that I was going through that was enough to, you know, for me to feel that same way. But I just remember thinking like, wow, that's such a great analogy. And I think mm-hmm. around the time this album came out, I was really into poetry. Mm-hmm. Um, in fifth grade, that's when I was introduced to writing poetry for English classes okay. and learning different kinds like haikus and stuff like that. And yeah, yeah. Poetry patterns. So like I loved it because it was to me, it was the closest thing to writing a song. Right. So I would just write random poems and I remember hearing this and feeling like, oh, that's deep. And I wanted to, you know, when you're young, you're going through puberty, you think you got to be deep in everything. <laughs> but this truly was deep. Yeah, it, I mean, that is because you think about it when you're sleeping or when you're awake at night, whatever the case may be, and it's dark. You got that little light on. Some people do. You got shadows. Like, for, all right, for instance, like you got the TV on. There's shadows. They're always there. Yeah, and that's how the burdens stalk you like, <laughs> like the they're shadow. always there always for me it's not necessarily it's the li- it's the little lights that peek through my mm. window blinds mm. um for me and it's so crazy because last night i woke up randomly in the middle of the night 
I don't know what time I uh, my phone was dead. I didn't feel like charging it, so it's okay. I didn't know what time it was. But I woke up like for a split second in the middle of the night, and I remember, you know, when you wake up and then you think about where you are, what's going on, and like everything that I'm like so uncomfortable with right now, like immediately rushed to me. Oh. It was the first thing that rushed to me, and I was like, oh no 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 no. Go back to sleep. Go back to sleep. <laughs> Go back to sleep. Because we're not about to think about that right now. Oh, my that's God. The, that's the stuff that keeps you awake at night. Exactly. And I went straight to sleep. Good. Like, I went right back. I was like, no, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. <laughs> I you can't sat there, cuddled it. up, closed your eye real tight. Like, and it's so crazy. I went right back to sleep. So I could tell I was waking up out of it, but then just was like, no, nah, go back. <laughs> once, you, once your mind get to racing. It's just over with. You know right. what I'm saying? You're comforting in everything. The next bar is, I feel like the world, oh, this is when she starts the verse. Feel like the world is closing on me. Feel like my dreams will never come to me. Mm -hmm. I'm slipping, I keep on slipping deeper into myself and I'm scared, so scared. I can identify with feel like the world is closing on me when I'm uncomfortable. So here's the thing, with my situation right now, and I'll talk about what's making me uncomfortable too, but mm -hmm. with my situation of being uncomfortable is basically like some days I'm like, eh, whatever. Whatever will be will be. And I have enough to distract me to not really care about it, so just do the work anyway. Like Even if it's work that's stressing me out, I'm like, well, I got to do it. So mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um... And then some days I'm like so in my head about it. And right. it feels like the world is closing in on me because I'm so worried about the outside criticism with right. me presenting these projects to the world. From this podcast to the work I'm doing with my clients. It's just a lot of it is new territory for me, even though a lot of it is familiar territory. Mm -hmm. But the new projects I'm in like getting into especially one in particular, it's just, I'm doing the work anyway, but I'm telling you, I'm so out of my element hmm. because it's just so different for me, even though it has elements of familiarity in it. Is that a word, familiarity? Y'all know I like yeah. to create my own words. She does create her own words, but it's okay. If y'all know the correct word, please put it in uh, <laughs> down at the bottom below in the comments. Right. I did that last time, though. We appreciate that, for real. <laughs> And on my Instagram, too. They did? They were like, uh, I think it's sot when I was oh, yeah, thinking yeah, about yeah. Well, you said you sucked. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, let's go. I couldn't through. think of it, y'all. It's okay. Um, But yeah, just feeling like the world is closing in. And then like, <sighs> I feel like my dreams will never come to me. I hate that she says this. <laughs> because mm. it's so triggering. You've ever felt like... You've just been fighting for so long and you don't know. Mm. It just be feeling that way. Th that's mm. one of the major things that, that freaks me out in being uncomfortable because it's like I'm doing this and I feel crazy doing this and what if it amounts to nothing? But you know what they say. The saying is get comfortable being uncomfortable yeah. so that you can get to that comfortable, comfortable. You feel me? I mean, I get all of that. Trust me. I know all of everything that everybody's probably thinking right now. It's yeah. how to quickly put a Band-Aid on me feeling how I no, feel. No, 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 no. At least not for me, at least. But go ahead. But, like, I know that. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. I still feel Absolutely. crazy. Absolutely. Like, I know that I'm supposed to be here. I know that being uncomfortable is exactly where I'm supposed to be. But the shit is annoying. Yes. You, you know, it's like working out. I'm doing jump squats. I fucking hate the shit, but I know I got to do it. And when I'm doing it, it hurts. And everybody that's probably looking at me, if, if like, say I had a trainer that was there with me, right? Mm -hmm. And he or she's watching me do the jump squats, even mm -hmm. though I'm in pain, he or she would have been like, all right, fight through it. That's, that's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But it hurts. <laughs> I don't want to do anymore. It's not even I don't want to do it. It's I do want to do it. I do want to be where I am right now. It's just I don't. It hurts, yeah. and I think it's okay for me to express this shit. Fucking hurts without someone like putting a bandaid on it quickly. Which mm -hmm. I get it. Mm -hmm. I put band aids on people's problems quickly too because that's what we're conditioned to do. We're conditioned to soothe, mm -hmm. right? As human beings, right? Well, most of us. Some of them. Some <laughs> of us are nurturers. Some of us are just Our we're, not, we're not. We're not the band aid putters. We're the ones that cut. Right. 
or even just the assholes. You know, you, yeah, have, that's what I'm saying. you ever the try talking that... to somebody about your shit and they're just like, I mean, I don't know what the fuck to tell you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, that, just no, figure that shit out. That, Most men truth. are like that. Sometimes, yeah. Especially the ones that, that don't really listen. And that's have... not men. That's just people in general. The ones that don't really listen because they don't really care. So they just, oh, shit, I don't know, bro. For me, I find it in men from the hood. Hmm. And I hate to generalize. I'm not saying every man, every man, I can't every man from the hood, every man from the hood is like that, is an asshole about stuff like that. But it's it's not even I don't think they're trying to be assholes. I think that they just have grown up to never deal and conceptualize like what the fuck is going on and mm-hmm. actually try to like figure it out. Like, I mean, sometimes that's men in general. I mean, yeah, I, being, sure. especially being a man, I could tell you that a lot of men will not do not know how to vocalize how they feel. But I find that if you're from the hood, you just have to your whole life. You've been fighting and you don't have time to stop and think and figure out mm-hmm. how to process your feelings because every day is a fight. In that in that case, in that aspect, then so I mean, I would have to agree man. with you. It is definitely mental health. That's why we all that's why we the other one episode before we was preaching counseling. There's nothing wrong with getting it, but some folks just don't like it. They don't want to speak how they feel because they feel like it makes them feel soft. So, I mean, I can't knock you for it. Just I'm going to tell you this, and I get it. I understand that mental health is a thing, and it mm-hmm. takes time to even work up the nerve to acknowledge that there are parts of me mentally that need help, right? right? I get that. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not a fan of asking for help either, but I will do it. Oh, it just damn so for me, it's it's about it. It depends on the situation for sure. But I'll say this: at my big age, when it comes to dating or mm-hmm. even having friends right. that are male or female, mm-hmm. if you're not willing to do the work on yourself, we can't be friends. We can't be associated as close because I genuinely don't think it's acceptable to be in our big age and not at least be real with yourself. Mm. Even if you're not going to therapy, even if you're not expressing your feelings to people, if you're not at least at home taking time, shutting off the phone, the TVs, the PS, whatever's, and just like you're feeling crazy and not just sitting for a little bit, and and analyzing what is it that's going on with yourself, and I've I just can't I can't do it only because like, what can you add value to me, in that sense if I need you for something in that nature? Because with me and my friends, we talk to each other about what we're going through. We vocalize, we express. I know I have friends that I can just go to them and mm-hmm. we can just. We can just vent if we want to. We can just give advice and that and there. And that's because I have friends who are in tune with what the fuck is going on with them. Right. So in my big age, I'm not accepting you not accepting mental health as a priority in your life. So remember how I told you um, earlier, right, mm-hmm. that um, if, if this song is what I thought it was, then um, – then I would have something more to say, speak on it, right? Mm-hmm. So, I had a dream last night. Mm-hmm. I had a dream that someone was trying to kill me. Okay. So. Yikes. Right. Crazy. <laughs> but I looked it up. What could that dream meaning possibly be? Right? Okay, yeah. I look up dream meanings too. So, I do that from time to time. So, Dreams about someone trying to kill or attack you are usually related to issues about control. Such dreams signify mm-hmm. that you might be struggling to take control of your life, mm-hmm. and the thought of you of not being able to do so leaves you in fear. Generally, dreams about someone trying to kill you are manifestations of your distress and agony. It's a kind of dream that usually occurs when the dreamer feels hopeless and it's coming to sol- when it comes to solving issues and problems. Let me tell you something. Do you have something to say with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Something like and and that's just to go with what I feel like as far as how my life is going right now. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying my life is at the worst. It's not. It definitely could be worse. I'm grateful for where I am. Yeah. And I like to think I like to think that um, I know there could always be something better. Yeah. But when I read that, I was like, "Bruh, are you serious?" And then I listened to the song, and I'm like, "Bruh, yeah, are you serious?" Yeah. So, 
with that being said, I just it just tells it's this like little minor signs, I guess you can say, that's telling me that I need to gain control of what I got going on. Let me tell you why I'm the opposite. That's crazy. So control is a huge thing for me. Actually, what the bar I just said, I keep on slipping deeper into myself and I'm mm. scared, so scared. Actually, with that, I'm not I don't slip into myself as much as I used to. Mm-hmm. Right. I used to slip into myself. And and for me, I interpret that as I just give into the fears and the um, overwhelming emotions and I'm slipping into that mm-hmm. and it scares me that what has helped with that the most is leaving nightlife and um, working out. So I bring up that point because working out, like even this morning when I worked out, I was like in between like my sets, I was like, man, I feel like I'm in so much control Hmm. and I love it. And now I fall in love with working out again because I feel a sense of control. My problem in life right now that's got me troubled Mm -hmm. is I feel a lack of control and it freaks me out. You feel a lack of control? Yes, believe it or not. Hmm. So like it's crazy because on our last episode, you guys will hear that the sound, um, we had technical difficulties with the sound, Mm -hmm. and that's a whole spill. We won't get into all of it, but... When we first realized that, yo, we have this issue, I spiraled, y'all. I went home and I spiraled. I remember putting on my Instagram that day, like I felt like a failure. And it's just because mm-hmm. for me right now, I feel like there are no room for mistakes when it comes to whatever I'm creating right now. Because I have the visions, I have the two-year plans already made out, and I get it. You make plans and God laughs at them, whatever, whatever, right? But it doesn't. But then again, people say if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. So it's like, which one is it? Right. You know what I mean? So yes, I don't really leave me alone. Anyways, <laughs> so basically, just feeling like I don't have control. Like that was nothing in our control. There was nothing right. we could do about that sound. Nothing it happened, and that was out of our control. Mm-hmm. And so right now, another bit. I know I had said one of the biggest quotes, or one of my favorite quotes right now is, "What's seeking you is." What you're seeking is seeking you. Another mm. one is basically simple as it is, let go. Mm. Let go. <clears throat> let go. Let go. And I literally am having that's when I have trouble and I feel troubles. <laughs> when I have troubles and I just feel so uncomfortable because I don't have control. Right. Like honestly, the part okay, so I'm working with my client on something, mm-hmm. um, a huge project, and the part that I agreed to do, I agreed to do it because I needed a sense of control. Okay. Like I needed okay. to do that so I can feel like I have some type of control over what's happening because my name's gonna be attached to this project. Right. Right? If it was just her, of course I would still you treat it with care, of course, whatever. Yeah, but my name is attached to this and this is someone who's in the limelight. So it's yeah. like I feel like we already know there's a huge audience, you know what Absolutely. I'm saying? So it's like, oh, Lord. But I, I took on that that responsibility, and it's a lot of work, and it's still out of my comfort zone. But I needed that mm-hmm. to at least feel like I know every inch of what's going to happen right. for the part that I'm included in. All right, right. And it's still freaking me out because I still feel like I don't have control of that. Control is is huge in a person's life. I feel like um, just gotta, like they say, uh, grab life by the horns. <laughs> is that what they be saying? No, but for me, I just have to let go. But you gotta let go. So I'm, you have to let go to gain control. Is that what you're saying? Because you I'm holding control. on for dear life. Ah, I'm so over you, here, and so life you, is life. You holding on to that cliff. But if you let go and free fall, it's like you're gaining that control with that free fall. You yeah, because me? I just okay. have to learn to to allow. Mm. And these are things that I know. It's things I know from meditation. It's things that I've known from reading books like The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success, um, Asking It Is Given, any Paulo Coelho book for real, my favorite author. Um, he wrote The Alchemist. He's most famous for that. But I have seven of his books that I've read already. And a lot of it has to do with letting go and trusting and you know what i mean yes so i know these things but this year 2023 the way my ass has been being kicked by this one lesson alone 
And it's only February. And it's just the lesson is to let go, allow, just fall freely. Let what I said the other day, I was in the car and I was talking to myself. Y'all be doing that. You ain't the only one. I'm having, sure a lot of folk be in here talking to themselves. No, I be having to like when I'm driving and I be ha- like I just be Full silent. Conversation, but and I just mind. be having to just get the thoughts out, like mm-hmm. figure it out, you know, just for me. And I was like, you know what? I just need to let go, do my best, and let God handle the rest. Do you ever do you ever when you get home, sometimes you just sit in the car for a few minutes before you go inside? Mm, I used to. I don't do it so much now. On, I know I do. I sit in the car. I, it don't matter. I, I just sit in the car. In like five, five to ten minutes, maybe five to ten minutes. I just sit in the car and I just like take a deep breath. Like, all right, the day is over with. Now, what's next? You know, gym, whatever the case may be. Just like, what's next? The only reason why I don't do that is because I feel like in meditation, I've already accomplished that. Which, yeah, that's you have yeah. your type of meditation. Other people, that might be the other folks' type yeah. of meditation or the way that they, you know what I'm saying, just the, the decompression before they walk through that door. Because I remember that feeling and doing that, but like, that was a very long time ago. And then nowadays, if I just sit in the car, it's just because I'm tired. That, and that, and nah, I'm, that, I'm not going to hold you. I'm more likely to scroll on Insta or <laughs> somebody's social media. Just because I'm tired, I don't feel like getting up. Say, there's, It's usually when I have groceries that I got to bring in the house. You sitting there know. hoping that them groceries will imaginarily just in. Did I say that right? I hope I said it right. Imaginarily? Imagine. We're going to make up a whole list of our new words. Yeah, we're going to shoot them to Webster and hopefully they add them to the dictionary. <laughs> But uh, you're hoping that they end up inside the house and you ain't got to do a thing. Yeah, for sure. And we just went on a whole tangent. <laughs> no, but it was about control. No, no, it was, def- it was, yeah, it was yeah. good. It was good. Let's continue. I'm, I'm almost done with my bars. So in her, um, in the hook, it says, if you're troubled, you just got to let it go. If you're worried, you just got to let it go. Mind you, my, let it go. my lesson right now is let, let it, it go. go. <laughs> um, and all your hustle say for nothing. You just got to take it slow. That... Oh, Lord. When I heard that lyric, I started to think about the podcast. I also started to think about the other jobs that I have. And I was like, this is not. And that's that like that kind of that lyric right there boosted my spirits on the way here. Mm. I mean, I'm not saying I was down, Mm. but it boosted my spirits just to say I'm doing this. And I know that there is a a finish line there. And I know for a fact that I'm not doing this for nothing. I'm busting my ass for a reason. I have multiple jobs. And I'm doing this for a reason. Yeah, it's not just to, it's not for money. It's not just for money, but it's also to get my name out there for the the the, the positive things that I can do in this world mm-hmm. and for my goals. Exactly. And honestly, right now I do love because normally I'm in such a rush, a rush, 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 rush to get it done. Right. Mm-hmm. But this year I am totally okay going at God's speed. Which right. is basically like because a few years ago, maybe last year or whatever, I don't know which year, but I remember when I discovered like just sl- it was in meditation too. It was mm. just like slow down was what let it go is to me right now. I had to learn to yo slow down. And even when I say it now and I have to say it slow like that, mm. even when I say it now, it still brings me comfort. Right. But I will say this year. Because she says, um, all your hustles ain't for nothing. You just got to take it slow. That, mm. I got. I got it down packed. <laughs> there you go. I'm okay if this, if it takes a year, if it takes 10 years, I don't care. This pod to me is just like, I know it's destined for greatness. I know that what we're doing is something that we both care about. We're both passionate about. We love Absolutely. it. So I'm not worried about when we pop off or not. I'm having fun and I'm going slow and I don't care about trying to hurry up and rush and get there. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So that's totally fine. Um, yeah, because I used to have like a huge issue with like instant gratification. That, you ain't the only one. <laughs> Which most people do. Um, really quick, I wanted to um, I wanted to point out that there's this article on Pop Matters. I think I found this off of Genius too. It's an old article that was written uh, about 20 days after she released the album. Okay. And... They say that she alludes to her boyfriend being a hustler, mm-hmm. and that's what the song is about. Okay. And I'm like, no, it's not. I was like, why? where did they get that from? I, I don't get that at all from the song at all. So in, in the song, she ad-libs, but you're a hustler. She, like, 
keeps right. ad-libbing that. And she yeah. says it like two or three times or so. Yep. But it's but it's when it, she says all your hustles ain't for nothing. So it's basically saying like all your hustles ain't for nothing, bro. You a hustler. Right. I mean, Not keep, that keep she was going. dating no hustler. I was like, that, what? That has nothing to Middle do. Middle of America ass. I feel like I feel like they were reaching. They were not. Nah, I feel like they were definitely reaching at that point to yeah. try to say something like that. Because why? They just weren't really paying attention. Probably didn't. I'm like, bro. They weren't. They, uh, no they weren't us. They weren't no no nobody that was really paying attention to the lyrics. Like, like you said, the song's not even about hustling. But it's not about a nigga either. Oh, that yeah. It, or relationships. Exactly. It's about your troubles and how to just let that ish go. It could be for a hustler who's hustling and feeling stressed right. and exactly. wants to get exactly. out the game. And, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. It could be for anybody, but I was like, it was not that pissed me no, off when I saw that. I was like, it just diminished the song. It's like, it's not about that, y'all. So it kind of hurt my feelings. That's probably what they were trying to do. You know how they, you know, there's always an antagonist out there. Yeah, because they came from Beyonce something. in that article, too. See what I'm saying? It was in 2001. This is before Beyonce was Beyonce, but yeah. that's, this was back when everybody hated she was, Beyonce. She was still a Destiny Child, wasn't she? Back yeah, then? everybody, like, nobody used to like Beyonce at all. She was always the butt of everything that She bad. was hated? Hell yeah. I remember when she was going to do the Gold Member movie. They hated The Austin her? Powers. Yeah. They didn't want her to do it. Like, fans. Weird. People didn't like Beyonce for a long time. When the group breakup broke up, they blamed everything on. She has a song about it. It's called Dot DLT mm. with Destiny's Child. But anyways, go ahead. Yeah, that's, yeah that's back another, to Alicia. Another, another. Um, the last one I wanted to. Oh, I have two more. So really quick. So she mm. also says, "When you need me, baby, all you got to do is let me know." I'm just say this, and I'm gonna sit down because I'm I'm struggling with it still. Mm. Asking for help for me is is hard. And I, I know I said earlier, if you're not intimate with yourself and blah, 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 you can't be my friend. I'm saying I've done work mm-hmm. and I've sat down with myself mm-hmm. and I've even gone to therapy mm-hmm. and I've even, I reach out to my friends. But there are some things that still trip me up in asking for help. There's some things that you don't want to ask for that if then some of those things simple. are, and, and it can be simple, but those are some things that you would rather drown in instead of asking for help. I have that same problem. I don't want to ask for help for anything, anything. I don't care what it is, anything. I don't want it. I don't want to ask for help because I feel like I should have it. But do you ask for help anyway? I can't remember the last time I asked for help. I might, I might, I might speak. I might talk to somebody about what I might be feeling or what I got going on. Maybe, maybe. But other than that, I don't ask for help. But does that add more stress to your life? Or oh, it you definitely, it definitely, it, it definitely does. But I'm used to it. I'm used to carrying the load. I've, I've, I've carried the load on my shoulders for I don't know how long. Do you ever stop and think like, damn, well, if I didn't carry this particular load, like, do you ever stop and think like, what that would feel like? like Man, oh. I would, I would probably be flying right now. You know what I mean? In a sense, like, that might hypothetically be something. Speaking, if I didn't have to carry. Why? Because. Oh, no, I'm the one that needs control. <laughs> I'm the one that needs control. You actually need to... I need to let go, like you said. No, you need to gain more control. Is that what so you no, said? I said that earlier. Yeah. Let, I mean, it's a little bit of letting go, and it's also a little bit of gaining control. Let go of some of these things that are such as, like, fears. You know what I'm saying? Fears of failing. Fears, fears of, of, you know, the fact that I'm 31 and I feel like I'm not accomplishing anything. Things of that nature, you know what I mean? You really Sometimes I do feel like that. Sometimes it goes. Sometimes it goes to my mind. I was at work one day, and I was just lit. My mood. I was in a good mood. Then I don't know where. Out of nowhere, something hit me like a like a, a sack of bricks, and then my mood just changed. And then I was just. I was just. I was just walking around working. I'm just like, what the fuck am I doing here? Why? Like, and, and I'm not talking about here at work. I'm talking about here in life. What am I doing? What do I have going on? What do I have to show for being a 31 year old man? But that's like that, that. but that's not and it's not to say I don't have anything to show. I I have a lot to show, but at the same time, it's just like, what more? What more? What have I done in these past several years that adds more? More value. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and I know that I've done a lot, and I know there's a lot that I still can do, and not not that I can that I am going to do. It's just like you said, you can't be looking for that instant gratification. You have to go with God's timing. So just I and I and when I told myself that I had to stop. Talk to myself for a second 
And then I was good. I also yeah. took a shot. But then I was good. And then I kept moving. And then my night got better as I let it go. So and you learned that to, control you learned right to, then and there. To self-soothe. Right. I've, I've, I had to learn to self-soothe on my own before. Yeah. And the reason why I like this song is because she self-soothes or helps to self-soothe mm -hmm. in the hook where she's saying, you know, you just got to let it go. Like, all your hustling ain't for nothing. You just got to take it slow. Like, exactly. I like that because there was another one of her songs called The Life on this album and it's also similar to kind of like this. Mm -hmm. But that song, as amazing as it is, it's more so just in, like dwelling in those problems. Oh, okay. And I'm the type that I don't let myself sit there. Even if even if I'm in and out, in and out, in and out, at one point I gotta be out. I can't just be in the problems. You know, if I'm in it in the morning, by the afternoon, I'm like, what can I do? Out of what do I? What can I do yeah. to get me out? Even if I'm yeah. back in it that night, in the morning, we'll, you know, I gotta. Because you, you gotta keep I find going. That steady. You, yeah, you gotta you know? keep going with your day because you let yeah. something like that hold you back. You're you're never gonna get anything accomplished. Yeah, and it sucks. And it's for some people, it's not that easy. Nope. My problems are not anybody else's problems, or they mm -hmm. might be, but everybody deals with things different. And so Absolutely. we're not saying, like, just figure it out and get out. Like, if it takes you time, hey, you just got to take, take it slow. Mm -hmm. You know, get yourself out of there. Mm -hmm. All right, really quick. Last bar is, why does it feel like my mind is constantly trying to pull me down? Hmm. And that, and will, that was you. At you work. said, Yeah. Same thing with me, and that was going to be me this morning. Well, in the middle of the night, <laughs> my mind was trying to pull me down. I was mm -hmm. like, baby, what we not about to do at no 4 or 5 in the morning is try to figure out why I ain't got control. <laughs> no, ma'am. We're not doing it. I'm going to sleep. I got to work out in the morning. See ya. <laughs> and I'll get control when I work out. Mm -hmm. Put them dumbbells and shit. <laughs> Throw it. Okay. So, but that's a, that's a real one because for me, I'm so happy that I have control. Uh, control. Mm. <laughs> I have control over my mind to a certain extent because over the years I've done the work to make sure I don't let my mind throw me in, you know, to, to a ditch with right. all the fears and all the overwhelming feelings. Absolutely. Um, super proud of me for that. So I can say I love that for me. Mm -hmm. Like taking the time to really just sit with myself, even if I never say it to anybody else. Just sitting with myself, perfect, perfect, perfect. Basically saying like where I am now with it, right. it's perfect for me. Right. Love that. Um, and the last one I want to bring out up out of that um, second verse was how long will I feel so out of place? Child, I don't know. And I'm stressed out. <laughs> okay. God's timing. Because I said I'm moving at God's speed. Mm -hmm. But, uh, speed. baby, how long are we finna be uncomfortable right now? Because, I mean, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna get through. I, I asked for this life. Mm -hmm. But, boy. Well, technically, we didn't. Uh, parents, y'all brought no, us I'm talking I'm, about. I know what you mean. I'm just playing. I'm, just I'm playing. talking about I asked for, you know. The life that we're going on as you. Yeah. yeah I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I was just playing. I was just, I was making a joke at parents. I asked for, well, if they don't know, I asked for this life of being in media, like mm -hmm. switching yeah, yeah. over from. You chose Going this. to a brick and mortar job to handling shit on my own and being my own boss and shit. Absolutely. So. And I, and I, I told you, I don't know if I, I've told you this before, but I told you I'm proud of you for that because it's not easy. Sometimes people don't take that leap of faith in themselves man i'm not gonna hold you this one of the i think back to that decision leaving nightlife december 31st 2022 and jumping into 2023 and the whole just swinging and i love who i'm becoming now even with the troubles even with feeling uncomfortable mm -hmm. i th you know uh, one thing i said to myself the other day that really helped me was would you rather feel uncomfortable where you are right now, being right. in charge and being your boss and knowing where you where this is leading to is something that you'll love, like mm. you see the vision? Yeah. Or would you want it to feel uncomfortable like working for who you were working for at the bar we was working at? You know? Do you want that type of uncomfortability? <laughs> or the comfortability of leaning into the unknown, which is what I'm doing. Yeah. You know, it is something peaceful about that. Just leaning into the unknown, which is, I believe, Deep, Deepak Chopra talks about that, too. Um, for those who don't know who that is, you should look him up. Deepak Chopra, really great author, amazing guru. Anyways. Who? Um, 
Deepak Chopra. All right, you just taught me something. I need to look into that. Yeah, he wrote The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success. It's an amazing book. I it, who, who wrote The Alchemist? Paulo Coelho. Okay, we're going to talk about that offline. Yeah. I need will. to get that we info. Will. Yeah. I need oh that. my gosh. It's so good. It's so good. Yes, I need it's that. I need amazing. to I need to I need some good books. So and also if y'all know some good books, please comment below. Yeah, let Shoot us, us know. Shoot us a DM, whatever you want to do. Let us know because we me personally and I know she's very into reading as yeah. well, but I want to get more into reading books as well. Yeah. I need to find another outlet and I used to love reading books. I'm not going to lie to you. I it's used an to escape. Love it and definitely I, and is. I really and like I have it. a vivid imagination, so I try to imagine everything that's going on in a book. Yeah, you got to. So, please Help, help me. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's get into Straight Up or Chaser. All right. Here my shot cup. <laughs> <laughs> let's go. Do I want to do this one? <laughs> okay. Straight Up or Chaser. Name one thing that scares you to death right now on a personal level. Oh, that's easy. I'll take a shot with it too, though. But uh, for me, it's just failing. Um, and I've, what does I, failure I've, look I've like talked, to you? I've talked about that earlier. Um, failing to me is is just the fact that I'm. It, it, how can I put it into words? Failure to me is not being able to take care of myself as a man, and watching my father um, take care of things in his household when he, you know, when I was coming up. I look up to him and how he did things as far as making sure that his household was always in sync. Mm. The way that he took care of his family, um, no man is perfect. Nobody's perfect in that in that sense. But he did a damn good job at showing me and my siblings how to be a, a, a great parent, how to be, a, a, and for us boys and men in his life, a, a great man. Mm. So, like, my hardworking capabilities, the reason I work so hard and, and the way that I do things is because of how he was. How he was, I seen him work hard. I seen him bust his ass every day, waking up early in the morning. And my thing is, I don't want to not be able to bust my ass and work hard. But at the end of the day, I, my, I feel like failure to me is not being able to look back at the fruits of my labor and saying, I did that. Mm. I was able to, after busting my ass, I was able to, 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 to produce and not producers in like music or anything like that. Just produce what 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 came out of that. You know what I'm saying? I love what you're saying with that. However, I don't mean to play devil's advocate because I'm not saying that your dad didn't. No, 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 no. I I'm agree with that. you. I ain't no, coming no. for your dad. No, no, no. I <laughs> <laughs> but I hate to play devil's advocate, but I fucking hate hustle culture, man. Mm. I hate hustle culture. Because I personally don't believe that. Well, the thing is, America is nothing but capitalism. America's definition is capitalism. The reason why we bust our ass every day is capitalism. We love to believe that it's to provide for ourselves and our families and this and the third, which that's a factor. But even, nobody's just satisfied with just that. No, you're unless right. they're like at a point where they're in their sixties, seventies, and it's like, I mean, shit, I could do else now because I'm right. just too old, which is not true, but. It just depends on what you want to do, right? Yeah. But say like next year, you're you hustled your ass off, right? And you got to where you want to go, mm -hmm. and you're and you're sitting at the destination you thought you were gonna be at right. a year ago, right? Mm -hmm. That's not gonna be enough for you. You're still know. gonna want more. Why? Because, because of capitalism. Because well, that is true. But at the same time, I'm like as the year goes and you steadily progress. There's also more goals that you're gonna be like, oh shit, I can do this too. Oh yeah. shit, I can do that too. But would you be satisfied with you? So if, your bare if, minimum is right here. Right. Would I would be satisfied? Would you be satisfied with... is even if you worked for the rest, for the others and you didn't get it, would you be satisfied still? The person, the the dog and me would still be hungry. Like, exactly. I'm still gonna but be it's, hungry. But it's it's because of capitalism. I'm not gonna hold you. I'll I'll be I'll be fine. You mm -hmm. know. But my <laughs> my bar is living completely comfortable i hate right now i'm on a budget uh, okay, okay. and i haven't been i mean i've been getting quick money for so long mm -hmm. i haven't put myself on a budget in a long time i also don't go crazy with brand names and all this extra shit either i don't spend crazy money but Hell when no. i go to the gas station everybody was crying about them them prices i don't care when i used to <laughs> you gotta go buy grocery it. shopping i don't care i mean i, I know groceries is more expensive now but yeah. 
But we still got to yeah. buy it. You still need Whenever it. I would go, if I go out the country, if I go on vacation, if I, I'm I'm not looking at prices because mm-hmm. I know I'm going to get it the next day. I, may, I was making so much quick money. Now I'm back to budgeting, so mm-hmm. I hate it. It's ghetto as fuck. I don't recommend <sighs> 10 out of 10. Actually, I do recommend just so you don't go broke. I mean, but it's budget, annoying. But from from your aspect, I definitely understand. You coming from fuck it to now. Yeah. Oh, shit. Making 500 to a band in one night. One night. You know? it just And that's any that's any given out. night. You can make that in any given night. Any given night. That's why people. it's so hard to leave nightlife. That, but that's mortgage. And for some people, that's mortgage in one night. That's bills all in one night covered. Literally. But... And it's not every single night, but yeah, it's no, no, but a it, common thing. So, yeah. you know, saving all of that. Luckily, I have it all, a lot of it saved. But my thing is just like I hate budgeting now because, you know. It's a good and, thing you were good with money. That's for sure. Yeah, it is. But I wasn't always. I had to learn the hard way. <laughs> yeah, but it takes. Um, <laughs> I say all that to say like my, I just, I don't know. For me, my, my bare minimum is like. Over like millionaire status only because like I don't ever want to think about well, even when I have kids I don't want to think about prices leave me mm. alone what you want <laughs> you know what I'm saying yeah. and not to say that I'm just gonna spend whatever no, of course it's not. just to say like I don't want that stress of feeling like I can't afford or mm-hmm. it's gonna take years upon years upon years for me to afford something that I genuinely yeah. want knowing me I'm super simple there's nothing in my life that's gonna take me years to want to afford mm-hmm. outside of Maybe a house or something like that. I Not mean, even that. I no? feel like if I well, right now where I am. But if I'm like at millionaire, oh yeah, yeah, you can go. There's nothing buy more. That. Yeah. If I'm a millionaire, I don't think there's anything that I'm like. Oh, it's gonna take years for me to afford that because mm. I'm super simple. Really, I, that's my that's my basics is being millionaire status or maybe right underneath it. You know, yeah, yeah. eight hundred thousand. You know, six just, figures. Just is fine. that, just that high level six yeah. figure, and where Sorry. you're living comfortable, and yeah. you're not. It's not that. Oh shit! How am I gonna do this? Yeah. It's I can do this. Yeah, and it's not for capitalism, capitalistic gain. It's just no. that's that's what I feel will be comfortable for. For if your I'm ha- if I have kids, yeah. and I have a husband or whatever. Like yeah. even if it's us combined, yeah. we're a millionaire together combined. Like yeah. so, we both have six figure to make it a mil. Yeah, I don't know if that makes sense, but it, it no, it does. It does. I do agree with you, but but also, I agree with I'm you okay as well. with being okay with my okay. <laughs> yes, yes. I like I said, we both agreeing on yeah. that one. I, I agree with you as well because there's some people are okay. And it's not that you're settling. It's that you're just okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're okay with just the bare minimum where, that you where, see for yeah. your life. Exactly. And, and that is even, nothing wrong with that. You know, I'd, I'd have to be, yeah. <laughs> at least in the six figures. Just so, because for me, the okay is not having to worry about pricing. Facts. Um, I will say the thing that scares me the most on a personal level. Ah, for me, it would be not, it would be not, ooh. <laughs> How do I say it? For me, it would be not living a creative life, basically making money off of creativity. That's what you, I feel like that's what you were born for. Yeah, it is. And for me to think, like, if this doesn't work and I go to, or I have to go back to the bar or I have to pick up a nine to five. Mm. That'll freak me out. It, like I, that is. That's not what you want. Like I think I'd rather just be destitute. If I like, I mean, because I know you could do both at the same time. You could still work your nine to five, and then do, I don't want to do that shit mm-mm, on the side. Mm-mm. I don't want a nine to five on the side. Yeah. That's why I left the bar. I did it for so long. Unfortunately for me, I can't. I can't balance the two. I'm doing so much better now, and I'm staying way more on track now that I don't have this. Um, crutch to lean on and your mental how's your mental is i've i've noticed a, a you're a lot what's the word brighter i guess you would say i don't Back know like being brighter <laughs> excuse me but it's like when i first met you mm-hmm. you know you were you were a little quiet at first but yeah. obviously anybody's gonna be quiet when they first meet somebody yeah it's like i know you we were talking and everything everything was cool yeah. you know what i'm saying but then it was that you would never i never seen you mad but that one night that i seen you mad I knew that was it. I knew that yeah. that was the switch in your head that said, I need to find an out. I need this out, and I need it ASAP. Remember the sign I took? What are you talking about when I had to work downstairs? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember the um, 
remember I told you there was a sign. I got a sign. Yes. Yeah, I remember you told me you got a sign. So, I remember also that you were the per, the client that you're working for right now. Oh, that's when I first reached out. That's yeah. when she first reached back out. No, hey, so exactly. that wasn't the first first of our conversation. No, no, but not the first, but but you know what I'm saying? That's like, when yeah. that's when it actually solidified. And that Monday, that was a because Saturday, and then that Monday exactly. we met for that, the first time. That Saturday was when that situation took place. Yeah, that was the line in the sand moment. And it's like, it's like okay, fuck it. What, what what do I need to do? And yeah. then Monday you met with her, yeah. and then it was just like, okay, now I know that's the sign. Let's go. Yeah. And then yeah. you took it after you after the interview and everything. You got the mm-hmm. position, and then look look at you now. Another sign, and what made me reach out to her when I was upset at that point, because mm-hmm. um, I hadn't heard from her for like a few days, and I was like, well, let me follow up. Of course. Um, shout out to Poor Mind Poor Minds podcast. Um, Lex, she came in to the bar we were working at, or I was working at. Okay. And okay. I was like, "Oh my God, she's a huge podcaster." Oh, you told me yeah. about her. They and were she, sitting at one of the yeah. tables out there, and you I had did, just watched their it. Breakfast Club interview, mm-hmm. and I was mm-hmm. like, "That's the sign." Mm-hmm. I was like, "That's it." You had I, I need you to- had two signs right, right, like within. The few days. Well, I, had, I also asked God for a sign. <laughs> and, and sure enough, what did he say? He just sent her right up in the... And, and it's crazy because she's being there sometimes. I just never seen her, but I but had you, heard you that... you specifically yes. seen her that Skull day. Skull had told me that she'd be coming in there. And then, um, you know, I just thought to myself, let me follow up with my client, who wasn't my client yet. And then, mm-hmm. yeah. So... What? But that's my biggest fear, y'all. If I ever have to go back to... The bar. Not necessarily that, go back to the bar, just like stay at the bar. Because right. if I have to go back to the bar because I ran out of money, I'm going to do that shit. Right. But I'm going to just be there temporarily the, because I know that I'm getting so much more work done now that I don't have that crutch to lean on. It's just you, the, know you I mean? don't want to depend on it. Right. Yep. It's, but you going back because, Shout hey. Shout out to us. Cheers. Shout out to us yeah, this for being vulnerable on right. the pod. <laughs> right, because it takes a lot. I ain't going to lie to you. Yeah. All right. I'm not. Woo. Pause, but I'm not taking this well. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> but anyways, um, I got two 86s, and then we can tip the bar and get out of here. All right. First 86. Okay, I, okay. I don't mean to go get this dark with this one, so I'm going to explain why I chose this 86. So, in speaking of troubles, a lot of the times we're troubled because our one of our biggest fears as living humans is um, unaliving our not unaliving ourselves, damn, like death, basically. Fuck yeah, I'm just gonna just say overall it. death, yes, yes, just overall death, not knowing, like, when, yeah, if, how, what, all of right. So when we're troubled, it feels like, what if I don't get another chance to correct this, or what if this and the third. Mm-hmm. That's why I kind of brought this up. It's a little dark, but it's actually kind of interesting to think about. Okay. okay. So, would you 86 knowing the date of your death or knowing the cause of your death? That's a tough one. That is a tough one. Date? Mm-hmm. Would you rather know the date of your death or the cause of your death? Which one will you get rid of? I'd rather know the cause. But say you, the cause is a car accident. Would you never get in a car ever again? You can't not get in a car. Exactly. But so every time it, you're in a, a car, you're going to be. A, if it's a car accident, I mean. You can brace yourself every time you get in the car, whether you're driving or not. Damn. Like, you, you can't avoid getting in cars. You can't. I mean, you can. It's just gonna be a hard, hard ass life. You, you about to walk and, right. and ride bikes, and I mean, even then. But like, even then, because what if you're walking and a car hits you? That's what I'm saying. There's no way to avoid that, really, that's because you don't know. You, I think I'd rather know the date. You don't, because if it's a car accident, you don't know. You know that it's a car accident, yeah. but you don't know how the car accident occurred. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It don't give you, because yeah, that's. I'd rather know the date because I'm gonna just live that shit up. I'm gonna I'm, I'm change my date comes up. I'm gonna just start swiping credit cards. I might rob a bank. Hey I man, I'm scamming. <laughs> I'm going to I, hey, I'm going to scam. 
I'm about to figure it out right. and live it up until that day. What is it? Uh, uh, what is it called? A Tinder swindler? I'm about to swindle some motherfuckers. <laughs> Yo. But not even for love, just for like I'm swindle LinkedIn or somebody with with the millions and yeah. have them take me to Tahiti. Yeah. It's yeah. it's up. It's yeah. up. It's I, I, up. Yeah, yeah. I changed my answer. I would rather <laughs> know the date. Definitely. You put that in perspective for me. Yeah. Yesterday when I when I was thinking about this, I was like, damn, but I don't want to know when. Like, bro, that's so anxiety driven. But now that. But if you know when, you know that you, you know how to live up until then. Mm-hmm. But why don't we just do that in general? That's the thing. Because we don't because, know. Because I they, mean, I mean, obviously, we're not going to scam and shit. But <laughs> we're not going to scam. We're not just going to have scamming, folks. Because, you know, you know, it can catch back up to you. But yeah, if but you know you have a date. Then because we know there is a date, yeah, that's actually we just date. don't know what the date we don't know what the date is, though. And we but if we how, knew the right? date, then we 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 could just be all right 30 days before the date, I'm gonna start scamming folks, get all this money, rack right. up, and but do I'm all this. saying, why don't you live it up on live it regardless. up right now, regardless? I mean, some folks try to live it up, but it, it also comes back to the troubles. I think a lot of people kind of put this more into perspective, like, um, which I have to finish watch. Lauren London's um, Angie Martinez in real life podcast episode. Mm-hmm. That was the first episode of Angie Martinez podcast. Um, and I watched some clips from it. And um, it seemed like she was in such more of a peaceful place, you know, apart from, you know, her significant other Nipsey Hustle passing away. RIP. And the way she seems like she's made so much peace with it and able to move on uh, she has move a newfound forward. spirituality move on, move forward. Yeah, yeah has a newfound spirituality mm-hmm. and i was thinking like man like people who have close deaths in their lives probably can get to the point where they feel how she feels and can appreciate life More. as it is right now mm-hmm. and uh, and she was talking about letting go and allowing and moving with the current i actually saved the um what she said but i don't I, should i put it on here <laughs> No, we gotta go. Ah. <laughs> we gotta go. We gotta go. But look, um, it, it, if you, I'm sure it'll come up. There's a, there's an interview. There's one with her and Jay Shetty, and then um, the Angie Martinez in real life podcast episode. Um, yeah. So yeah. So we picked that one. My next 86 before we tip the bar and get out of here is: Would you rather 86? Oh wait. So moving forward, would you rather 86 taking everything way too seriously? Or taking nothing seriously at all? I'm getting rid of taking things way too seriously because if you take life way too serious, you're not living. And I get that from and I, I get that from myself, but also like I follow um Lil Duval mm-hmm. on Instagram. And he always posts stuff that he and he puts in his captions. If you're not laughing, you're not living. I'm gonna stop you right there. This says take nothing seriously at all. Nothing seriously. Nothing. I'm talking about I'd rather take No, nothing. I know. I know. So that. say you had like a medical condition, right? I'm not taking it serious. And but that means you're not going to the doctor when you need to go to the doctor. That's just that's just What if it. it's someone outside of you that you care about? What if it's a family member? Hmm. And it's your responsibility to get them to okay. the hospital. Okay, Outs- outside and you're of like, me. Eh, if I make it, I make <laughs> it. If I don't, eh, whatever. She might die. She might not die. He might live. He might. So I can't. I can't. I can't. There's no middle ground in so there. So literally, I have to, it's, I have it's to, absolutely nothing serious or every everything. single thing super serious. Super serious. In that case, because I, I'm not just a for me person, I'm gonna take everything super serious then. Yeah. If it if it was just me and all I had to worry about was me, I'm not taking nothing serious. But when you put it in that, when you shine that light on it like that, I'm gonna definitely take everything serious because I I can't just be selfish. I might have to take a shot because I don't know. Hmm. Only because I know the stress of taking things everything too serious. serious. Yeah. I mean, there is a, it's stress it's stress in that, and then there's absolutely no stress in because the other. Because even though you think you can find peace of mind from like, okay, that part's handled, the next thing you think about is the same amount of stress, if not more. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, if I'm taking every single thing serious, mm-hmm. like I'm like, boo, put like just fucking put me in a padded. <laughs> room but even right. that is still right. like you're Lock gonna go up. 
you're gonna go out your mind because now you're thinking of the outside world. And, and what if they need me for this? Or what if what if I have a kid and now I'm in the padded room and I can't see them graduate or who they fall in love with or if they making mistakes or if child, it's a lot. That's why I'm just gonna take a shot for that one. <laughs> because I can't choose. And then I can't take nothing serious. Bruh, I just told you I have an issue with control. Like <laughs> I you'll need some cautious, type of control. Yourself. Hell yeah, I need some type of control. Oh, you want to take one too? Yeah, I'm taking one with you. All right. So while I pour this, let's um, put the tip in. I say tip the bar. He loves to say put the tip in. Lord, are you one of them niggas? No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm just meaning like put the tip in the jar. All right. Anyways, <laughs> um, we're gonna go ahead and tip the bar. Uh, the tip for me is I actually wrote it down. It's just to be a hundred with yourself. It's mm. going back to what I said about. You know, being able, even if you don't say it to anybody, mm. um, be real with yourself and then start helping yourself out. You know what I'm saying? From from your point of view first. And if you f- get to that point where it's like, I don't know what to do from here, then ask for help. E- if you're not comfortable with the people around you, seek therapy. If you can't do that, trust me, whoever you believe in will help you. Absolutely. Because I would say God, but everybody doesn't believe in God. So whoever it is that you believe in, if you don't believe in anybody, that's not my expertise. I don't know what to tell you. Right. But if whoever you believe in, go to go to, go to that person or that Absolutely. spiritual entity. Absolutely. Um, my tip for the bar would be, um, I've said this before. I'm going to say it one more time. Go to counseling. And that's for everybody. Um, go to counseling. It doesn't hurt. Also, um, like she said earlier, letting go. Mm. It's okay to let go. I know, Will. I'm a let go. Oh, not me? <laughs> you're not talking to me? Oh, you're talking to them? Talking to everybody. You too. <laughs> it's okay to let go. And then for myself, it's uh, it's okay to grab life by the horns and, and take control. Or let go of the horns. And then you and then you still take control by letting go of the horns. There's different ways to take control. It all depends on what you're going through in your life. Mm-hmm. But take that control. Stay focused. If you feel like you're you're a failure, you're not. Will. I'm talking to myself with that one. <laughs> Re-eval- Sometimes you got to sit down, and reevaluate, write down notes, read, do different things, work out. Not you giving a sermon for the tip, but. Hey, that's a, that's an expensive do what you got to do because there's folks counting on you out there. Thanks, Pastor Will. Amen. We appreciate that. He's about to go on a tangent, y'all. I yeah, I could, I could, I could have, I could have, <laughs> but we we gotta go, we gotta go. We y'all. do gotta get out of it. Ah, we, I cannot talk, y'all. I've been off all day. We do have to get out of here, but before we do, make sure you follow us on all social pr- platforms. Mm-hmm. Actually, just YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram mm-hmm. at the Bar to Bar at Bar to Bar Podcast. Mm-hmm. You can follow me on Instagram, TikTok at o o h dot Nicolette. That's o Nicolette. You can follow me on Instagram at cap k a p underscore ransom. Yep, and thank you so much for stopping by the bar today. We appreciate y'all, for real. We will see y'all next week. Bye. Cheers. Cheers.